describes acts of extreme violence in graphic detail and may include discussions about demonology and the occult, topics that caused widespread panic during the 1980s. This content may not be suitable for children under the age of 50. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. to Grog Con, right? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Grog. You guys can talk, it's no problem. Everyone can hear us, great, we have our mics on. Uh, we're here live, Grog Con 2023. I'm James. And I'm Dan. And um, we're here, we're, this is uh, the Saturday of uh, Grog Con 23. We've made it, a lot of our friends are here. Feel free to walk by, no problem. We're not, we are located actually, not just in Grog Con 23, 23, we are outside the VIP lounge. Yes, situated between the VIP lounge and the back. We're between, if you're looking for us, if you're here, just ask for where's between, between the VIP lounge and the bathroom. The women's bathroom. So you're looking, every time that door opens, right. you're looking in. Uh, that's right. It's only you can't but not, right? You don't right. want to, but it's, it's just the door opens. Exactly. You, you know? Exactly. So we, we get to see that. Now, is this, is this, is this... Was there a hint here, do you think, James, like from like the powers that be about where we where we rate on the pecking order? Right. We've been descending. The puppet show, then um, the grog con. Our high water mark was our first year. That's right. It's all it's all gone down here. We can't hear you. You can't hear us here. You can't hear us on the internet. Oh, you need us to be louder. Oh, okay. The average age of our, sorry. Our, sorry about that. Yes. Our audience's average age is, yeah. It's, it, they're in the 60s. Okay, well, you know, I thought about putting, setting up the, the little monitor, which I have for the tournament, but I didn't, I didn't set up thinking that we'd literally be 12 feet away. But okay, so um, we're here, and what, what do we have lined up for today? Do you know? All the classics, James. All the classics, you know, what happened. 40 years ago. Right. We've, of course, random encounter. Right, random encounter. Absolutely. There's been rumors, mm -hmm. rumors that spell selection might make a final. A final appearance. But we don't know. Okay. Hang on. Will spell selection make a final? Yeah. These are the. Angry Monk Dice, the originals. Angry Monk Dice, the originals. Will spell selection make an appearance? No. No, that's it. It will not. <laughs> Sorry. That's, too, that's too bad. <laughs> oh, well. But. Um, couple of housekeeping things. So uh, for those who are here at the convention, if you go see the Queller, Mr. Mr. Schwab, he's back there. Hey. Can you get a photo bomb with the Queller? Photo bomb, yes. Yeah, sorry, Queller. Can you get in there? Yes. Oh, you got to do one more than that, Queller. Hey, come on, more, 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 more. There you go. There you go. He is doing roll-offs for various prizes. What's the prize that people are 
planned for so today. Yesterday's prize, if you haven't rolled for it already, is a first edition Advanced Dungeons and Dragons Fiend Folio. Wow. How about that? Today's prize is three Dragon magazines. I don't remember the exact issues, but they're in the 70s and the 100s. So you get one of the three of those at once if you win. And tomorrow's is the first edition player's handbook. But James, look at this. No, stay right there, Queller. Uh, it looks like a severed head, doesn't it? Like right. they're hanging from that's like a... We just <laughs> Look, this got me. <laughs> All right, go find your body, Queller. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank yeah, you, Queller. So, Always uh, great support from the Queller. Yes. That's the Queller, folks. Right. He, uh, this is not the first. He's done it every year, and it's a big thing. So what happens is find him. You will roll percentages. If you, uh, What's the current number? Uh, the feed folio is at 95, and roll off for a tie. Uh, if somebody beats it, though, they'll win it. Uh, and the, today's prize is at 77, also at roll off with a tie. All right, so we have two people that need 77 to run. One roll, you're totally fine. Um, okay, so the other thing is we are doing, where did, where did Thomas go? So we, were, we also have to do the Orcus contest, right? Is that, that's another thing. So, Tom, come on in. Come on over here, Tom. Oh, you, people are looking. The bathrooms are that way. You're looking oh, for him. Oh, he's going to go ahead. For? No. Oh, yeah, no, there's not. We it's... want to talk about the Orcus contest. So. Ah, yes. So give us the history of this. So, Tom, move on. So, up. yeah, knowing that the con is, uh, has a number of high-quality uh, 40K Warhammer items, I don't know if I'm in the picture. But, <laughs> you're not. No. You know, I'm just, you're, uh, you're not, uh, if you're not a voice. That's right. If you're not there, you can't be seen. Come on, move over. <laughs> all right, Dan. They all rolled over. Like James. That's all right. One fell out. All right. There he is. There he is. I kind of lean in. So yeah, so knowing that they do a, a high quality painting contest, we got the idea of maybe trying to do one ourselves. So what we did was uh, about a couple of months ago, we put out on the Discord that if anybody was interested to uh, get a orcus of their favor, uh, you know, they could enter a submission and we would have a judging contest. Hopefully, this is just uh, one of many to come. And um, and again, it would be based on the theme. So to give everybody a uh, an equal footing, what we said was that uh, you got to start it when we announced the contest so that you couldn't pull something you've been working on for uh, three or four years out of your hat. Mm -hmm. That would be an honor code violation, wouldn't it? Right. Yeah, well, again, against we, are the Orcus on, code. Yeah, we are on our honor system here, as, as there is nobody here that's, uh, you know, chaotic, uh, neutral, or less. Right. right. And is Orcus, is Orcus a hard disciplinarian in um, general? Well, yeah, I heard that if, if you don't, then you start noticing glowing eyes in the background. Um, the wand has, has, you know, projectile effects or something nice. of that nature. Okay. So we have a number of submissions. So at first I wanted, uh, we can see some of them here. Beautiful work by the folks. But I am going to show the OG one. This was the run that John gave us, which is from 1981 slash number, yeah, 1981. This is the original one that we raffled off that uh, my brother decided he was going to buy and then gave it back to me. So it's just we gave a bunch of money to Extra Life, and I think at some point I'll raffle it off again, but right now that is the standard. And so uh, what's starting from our left, the folks' right, we have the first submission. Who, who created this one? Uh, that would be uh, my submission. This is his submission. Look at that. Orcus, he's a little, he's not very happy here. Yeah, he's he's enacting the wand, hence the uh, the effect around the wand. Ah, I gotcha. So, so yeah, is this a, he, is this death he, or annihilation? Uh this is going to be annihilation. Okay. he just really doesn't want to just play anymore. Well, maybe that's just his face, his resting. You know what face? I tell you, he's got his resting face. So yeah, it's yeah. just that's just Orcus. 
He's not angry. Why are you angry, Orcus? What are you talking about? I'm not angry. We're kind of roll. We're kind of doing that. The RDF. Thank you, Rod. Rolling it over here. Okay. That's that is submission one. Excellent. Thank you, Thomas. Issue submission two. Who is submission two? Is this the Quellers? Explain what's what's happened here, and I'll I will narrate it for you. Or you can. Uh, Orcus sitting in his throne of bones, his bloody throne of bones. Throne of bones. Dictating to his dictating. undead horde. Ah, dictating to his undead uh, Also known as a Tuesday. Yes. <laughs> Tuesday at Orcus's house. house. Excellent. And this feels very weighty. So is this, uh, did you, this doesn't feel like, is this because the, the base is heavy? Ah, well, excellent. He's more, he's more obese here. It's an older. That's right. This it's is like older. Elvis. This is yeah. old Elvis, 70s Elvis. This is some of the younger. Right. But right. he does have the bat wings. Yeah, so X, and I like the wings, very nice. And then our third submission, who is our third submission from? Oh, hey, nice to see you. So uh, can you tell us about your, your submission? Um, he just reclaimed his line, so ready to go. Oh. Go on, come. Yeah, the camera's right here. Thank you so much. This is the theme. The camera's right here. So I, I, I like this is more muted. Um, yours is, has a little more sheen on it. This is more of a uh, sateen, a mat, S- satin, satin. I don't know, something like Satan? that. Satan. Satan. <laughs> a Satan finish. A Satan finish. This has more of a Satan, more of a lawful evil glow to it as opposed to cat. Very well done. See, you got... Like that as well. So we have three different interpretations of the great evil. Yes, well, we have a we have a question from the audience. Why is there, what, what do you think? Why do you think there's been so much? So the question is, why has there been so much Orcus inflation, Daniel? When you say inflation, right, 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 from 1981, right, 1981, small, diminutive, right. Oh, is this in the order of years? Was that right? I'm not sure they're in the order of years, but... Well... I think miniatures have gotten bigger, right? It used to be... Like, dragons are now huge. They used to be like this. When you've got a dragon like this size... Well, my, my, my opinion is, is that we stopped using lead, and so people were dying off, so uh, they... Because if you, you, you used to chew on... I used to, you know, lick the miniatures when I was bored, and mm-hmm. I'd get dizzy, so... Um, that's my question. Is that the right answer? Is there an answer? We don't know. Okay. There'll be an article in Flipping and Turning. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. The Gee, Orcus, you've gotten, you, you just, you've gotten so big. Well, they need to raise the interest rate. So, uh, uh, Thomas has asked us to judge which was the winner of the Orcus contest. Oh, my. This is quite a... Uh, yeah, well, when, that, this one is just a sample. I gotcha. That, that would be guy, rude right. if we said, well, the, we had the winner already, so... Right. <laughs> it never got any better than this. That's right. So these are the wow. three. And they're all incredible. They're incredibly good. Right. They and, really are. And what I'm afraid of is we'll pick the one that someone only spent like eight minutes on, and then the other person spent like three months on and be crestfallen. Okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to really roll off. For each one, is, is, is this a potential winner? Okay. The, angry, the dice don't lie. Right, the dice do not lie. Why would you say, but we're going to do a roll off like that's invalid or something? <laughs> okay. The or- Orcus, Angry Orcus. Angry Orcus. Is that a winner? Is that an exclamation point? Oh, well, he's at least a potential winner. That was the That's question. Right, right. Is the uh, shiny 
Tuesday, Tuesday at Orcus's house. Right, the big bone. Tuesday at Orcus's house. <laughs> That's right, I'm not fat, I'm big bone. <laughs> Weekend orgasm. Oh, that's, a, that's an upset. It's a no. That's stunning. I'm sorry. What has happened here? Right. I don't know. Uh, wow. Okay. And then uh, spelt, uh, early spelt orcus. Right. The, the, reclaiming uh, the wand. Yeah, Satan. The Satan. Sa Satan orcus. Satan orcus. Uh, yes or exclamation points. Down right. to these two. Well, you know, he's a little overweight, so, yeah. you know, he needs to lose some pounds to be a winner. All right. All right. So, is this, so it's just going to be a straight up, right? is this one the winner? Angry Orcus. It's one roll. Right, one roll. Angry Monk does. Angry Orcus. No. No, it I'm is, actually, it is. I'm actually, that's It is, it is, yeah. Congratulations. The dice still lie. Our dear friend from Hillsborough, congratulations. Well done. I mean, I do like this. Uh, and I've seen a number of Tom's figures. What I like is they're, I haven't seen the other figs you've done, and Queller, I'm not sure I've seen, but that's definitely his style. That's kind of how you do yours. So I'd love to see other ones to see, you know, if every, everyone has a different style here. But I, I do like he's got this little half cape because he's got his wings. See, it's almost like a skirt. He's got like a yeah, yeah, yeah. leather skirt. So yeah. that is very well done. Congratulations. They're all amazing. The Grogton 23 winner. What, is, what does he win? What, I don't know. What does he win, Tom? I was up to you, remember? Oh, oh yes, okay. That's <laughs> what I, I, I put you on the hook for. Yes. We should have had a random person come to the restroom pick the winner. Well, this stuff actually is a great segue. We received this last year from our friend from the Alamo, from uh, the Silencer. He had sent us, if you remember, I think he would probably like this, if you recall. Oh. So, our, our prize. So, you have a choice of the original unopened. Dungeon Hobby Shop catalog or a rogues gallery. So you may pick whichever one you would like as you your. You guys can yell out your suggestions Ooh. if you want. That's right. Oh, it's this over. Yeah. This that's clearly the clear way. Unopened. Yeah. Congratulations. Wow. Well done. You should order something. Yeah. So this Send was in. this was wonderful gifts by our the Archduke powerful silencer the Alamo who is here who drove him and his family from Houston correct. Yeah. So delicious? Yes. Oh. So by the way, I don't, he's not on camera. He's shy. He is shy. He's been through a lot. It has been how many years since we've actually seen Go Delicious in person? Has it been two years? It's been, it's been a couple of years. He's been everywhere, man. He has lived the life. He's a little dirty. And a little smelly. I thought that was you, and then I realized it was the goat. Yeah, it, the goat. <laughs> the goat needs to to figure no. get go through a bathing thing. Oh, hello. Hi, Lily. All right. You got to bow. Oh, yeah, you don't have to bow. No, you need to bow. Come on in. Perfect. Come on in. We move over. So the camera's over yeah. here. So, because people are like, who's this lady? There you go. How are you today? Quite awesome. Good. Well, welcome to GrogCon, and I know you guys are playing, but Go Delicious has arrived, and is, um, so Queller has been a guardian and has continued. Ultimately, when this is all done, I feel like his home was going to come back here because he's. No, 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 no. Queller is the guardian. Yes, he's, but he's, he's, he has been gracious enough because he. Go, to, Go Delicious is someone who likes to see the world. He's been to Japan, he's been uh, international, he's been local. Uh, Canada, Canada, Washington, Washington D.C., so New Jersey, in New York and New Jersey. 
So yeah, uh, that doesn't seems like it's a, not really as good as Japan. He's Mount Fuji he's seen, and now he's been to the ferry. That's right. So, so now he's going to Houston. Is that correct? Yes, sir. All right. Well, wonderful. Well, and do, do you have any particular plans for Go Delicious? Right. You know, are there things in Houston that Go Delicious might want to see? Well, we've got a lot of museums, and as a cultured man, I'm sure he's a cultured man. He's a cultured man. You know, my, my father has an extensive library of, you know, all the historical museums. Excellent. So. Wow. All right. Well, Go Delicious. That's uh. My pub. Oh, British. British. Very nerdy. Have a pint over there with him. Awesome. Well, he does like to drink. Oh, you work at a oh, pub. Excellent. I do. Okay. Well, that's great. We'll go delicious. Best in Texas. All right. All right. So go delicious. We'll expect some photos of go delicious in the pub enjoying a uh, brew. Houston is like Tampa if you've been there. It's big, except it's like three times bigger and more congestion. But it's very humid. Same thing like Tampa. Is. And go delicious can pack heat in Houston. Is that right? right. Without oh, a permit? Is that that's fine? Correct. Okay. Yeah. 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 So. Um, I, I don't know if that where we'd put that. He he has a a braid now, so you can uh, obviously you can festoon him, adorn him, adorn with him with other things. So Lily, congratulations! Thank, Thank you for you taking much. him on there, and we uh, please put him on the Discord pictures of Proof of Life. There. Oh, absolutely! Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Lily. So go delicious. You're off, please, my friend. Oh, you're down. He is he is yours. For, we have a new keeper of that. He's living the life that we only could imagine. Right. So mine is a bath. Minus a bath. <laughs> well, I'm afraid if they bathe him, his bloody beard might, might not survive that. That's great. Um, you have the best of uh, September, the uh, things. This is the segment that people are going to miss the most, as you know. Right. 40, yes, they, they just tune in. Just They just watch this, right. and then they're done. They well, go, I'm going to make this a short, the best of. So. That 40 years ago today, September 30th, 1983, this was the number one song. I, I know the song, but it's, it's, not a, it's not one that I remember terribly well. That's your only hint. <laughs> it's uh, a song I don't remember terribly well. And this is in 1983? 19, September, oh, 30th, September, 30, uh, September 30th, 1983. Uh, number one song. Hmm. And if you want a uh, clue, uh, Ron wants a clue, or the audience wants a clue. Uh, the name of the singer, her first name is Bonnie. No. Maybe. Ah, very Ron good. Total has gotten it. So the audience, oh, wow. total eclipse of the heart, thank you, saved me from having to buzz myself, because I... We have nothing for you. We have, we have nothing for you. <laughs> okay. 40 Today. But yeah. Tomorrow I'm bringing a bunch of swag. So please come by tomorrow and I'll be handing out stuff. 40 years ago today, this was, 40 years ago today, this was the number one movie. Right. 40 years ago. September 30th, 1983. This was the number one movie. Yeah, nope. Nope. I'll give you the B, C. BC's the... TBC. Yeah. No, but that's right. That would be. You're right. Wow. So we've gotten a guess for the Breakfast Club, which is T -B -C. incorrect. It's not Return of the Jedi. Uh, the Big Chill? Correct. Oh, there we go. Okay, it got released, so it's going to go right to number one. I'm that's excited. Right. All right. That, was, that's, that wasn't my kind of movie, but very good. Uh, but Total Clips of the Heart was your kind of song. Yes, clearly. 
Well, in between destruction and that, you know, I, I went back and forth. Right, and licking miniatures. And, lick, and, and licking miniatures. Hey, how's it going? Right. Yeah. Um, so uh, now we are ready for, we've talked about, I just got to check my notes because. I feel compelled to interact with everybody that comes through to the right. bathroom. Is that okay? That is totally fine. Okay. We should offer them cereal next time. So you've brought cereal because this is the Feast of Orcus. Well, Jay, I don't know if you're aware of this. Well, you know who the champ cereal is. For the Monsters here, we both right. voted this. This is clearly. Clearly, right? Count Chocula. Count Chocula. But, you know, there's a new one. There's a new one. Did you know this? Carmella Car Creeper. Carmella Creeper. Carmella Creeper. It is. It is. Carmella Creeper. So there's a new, right? So remember, last year we had a fruit fruit. I've never been able to find fruit fruit to buy. Very sad. Oh, really? But we had fruit fruit pieces uh, uh. in, remember the Monster Mash mix right, or whatever? Right, the mix of it. Had fruit fruit pieces. You know, there was, can you name the other one? Old school one. Well, Yummy boop. Mummy. Yummy Mummy. That's uh, what I was thinking of as like one of the more, you know, unusual. I've never mommy. found Yummy Mummy. But we've got a new one. So we're going to do, we're going to see if this Carmella can knock off Okay. Knock off. So we, when are we doing that? Whenever you damn well please, James. I think You're we an do it now. Let's do it. All right? Now, we, we, you didn't bring any milk, huh? Of course I did. Oh, okay. My wife is like, you know, you're going to need milk. I'm like, you're right. Now, guess what? I have enough bowls. Excellent. If anyone wants. I'm right. going to put these up here. Right. This is why you come to GrogCon, to eat cereal. It's Saturday morning and eat cereal. You don't have to eat anything you don't want. Okay, so shall we start with, you want to have a little bit of... No, we should start with the Challenger. Because you're, right. you're right. Because I already have in my mind the ruminations of the Count Chocolate. Okay. This is 5e cereal? It this really one? is. I hope it doesn't win. Okay, take a look in there, James. How's that look to you? It looks rancid. It's green. It's green. Okay. Um, Can they hear this? I'll try to get this closer right, to my. Hear the. You don't need that much probably, right? Smell-o-vision. Did you get enough marshmallows there? I did. Smart. Mar Is anyone else going to want to try some of it? Yes. Oh. Here, get. Oh, all right. Hold on. Here, let me get the. This milk is out. the feast of Orcus. We are started. feeding, feeding the masses. It's, it's very, it's very biblical. Okay, here. how about this? Someone want to come up and help me? Uh, oh, thank you. Rob is going to come up and pour. And I do Behold have... the Feast of Orcus. And, that, Orcus. and now we will read from the Feast of Orcus. And this yum, yum, kill people, eat them. This podcast eat is about, their flesh. This podcast is about AD&D, is that right? Allegedly. Let's get some cereal going. Right. right there you go. Uh, Hold on. There's some spoons somewhere. Fat-free grade A milk. Well, James. You're, is anyone lactose intolerant here? Oh, you got to be kidding me. Do I not have a spoon? Apparently Carmella Creeper. Oh, there they are. James, you're looking a little bit like Orcus, so I said you better get the fat free. That's right. That's in person. I'm the fat Orcus. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Do you think Orcus was ever skinny? Well, he's feasting on the undead. Feasting on the dead makes him very... That's not much milk there, James. I know. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to be judicious. Really? Yeah. So Here's some milk. Carmella Creeper is a DJ. Of course she is. Oh, thank you. As you can see, first she has the headphones. Right. She's very, she's very... Rob Ritchie off-camera is explaining how go. Carmella is a DJ, for those that can't hear her. All right, here we go, James. Let's go. All right. You need more... What? This is plenty. Okay, here we go. So this is the taste test. Taste test. 
Bon appetit. Do we have something to spit this out in, like the wine tasting? <laughs> oh, I know what this reminds me of. What does that remind you of? Same crap as we... I'm not going to say it. I want to see if anyone else agrees with me. It tastes like a different cereal to me. Folks are watching us eat cereal live on the internet. What's the flavor? What'd you say? Thank you. Crap. Um, it's... Okay, yeah. we have a bit of honey. Bit of honey. Captain Crunch. Huh? Wait. Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. That's what I think. Captain, I agree. Don't you think Captain Crunch? Except when you get shocked by the marshmallow crap in it. I have too much. Hmm? I poured too much. I think you have a lot. Yeah, what are they supposed to be? Yeah, because she's just Carmela Creeper. She's not like a mon... She's not really a monster of any kind. Well, she sort of is. Um, she's, got, she's got scars. Wait. I'm sorry? Hey, how's it going? Okay, can you guess what flavor this is? Actual flavor. Well, I'm assuming it's Carmela. It has something to do with caramel. Caramel. Yeah. Caramel apple. And I don't know. Marshmallow shapes and colors may vary is what it's saying. Yes, and it doesn't say what these, what the marshmallows are. It just says they have shape and color may vary. <laughs> That's right. Don't pin it down. Exactly right. And I wonder why I have the diseases I have now when I'm in my 50s when I ate this kind of stuff in my, when I was a 10. All right, well, that was a challenger. How does it relate to, in the pantheon of, Monster thing. I, I certainly not better than Boo Bear. Oh, they all, all the three of them are there. Oh yeah, because that would be uh, the werewolf would be a uh, fruit brute. Fruit brute. I don't know if he's ma he's not making an appearance. Uh, I assume it's the porn music they're listening to, right? <laughs> right. Bow, 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 bow. Oh that come on, that's not Carmela's vibe. You sure? Um, this is at the bottom. This is not even close. Okay, the order is Count Chocula. Of course. Boo Berry. Boo Berry. Frankenberry. Frank fruit Brute. I guess. I haven't had the yummy, bummy, yummy. This at the bottom. What do you say? No. Anyone feeling this? Cereal. No. It's not. It's not Count Chocula, Boo Berry, Frankenberry. No. It's not even close. All right, here we go. Get off my lawn. Yeah, I can mix in there. You don't need to finish that. It might be a good kind. You don't like a mishmash? No. All right. Yeah, that's way more. All right. Now you eat that and you tell me, is Count Chocolate still the winner? Can I have some more milk? You may. Thank you. This is what... This is the way I want to... This is what people will miss the most, us eating cereal. This is the way I wanted to spend my last show. Right. Actually, you did. Oh, You're like, yeah, we... yeah. Don't be... Uh, wait, I'm sorry. Did you want some? By the way, if this is Carmella, uh, Queller, can you roll off the cereal for us too? Uh, oh, roll off. Yeah, because we're not taking the cereal back. People may want to roll off the cereal. We'll we'll sign the boxes. Away, right, we'll sign right. the oh, box. Right, sure, yeah. 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 Why do you look puzzled by this? We'll sign the boxes. Yeah, yeah. I, I just trying to count numbers. Yeah, sure. So roll off to see who gets that box with count chocolate. So we boxes. have we have a original fiend folio here. Right. We have this, and we have a used, used box. box of. Yeah, if anybody wants to roll for it, please find me, and mm -hmm. uh, you certainly can. Mm -hmm. uh, come to Dan James for the prize. Way better. You're probably just way better. 
Who's the winner? Oh, yeah, you're fine. No, go ahead. We're just eating Count Chocula. We, we've ignored them. The camera's over here. I mean, clearly we're not on the air. I mean, we're eating Count Chocula. Right. Right? I mean, who would... I don't know what type of thing you guys are doing. Maybe you're that would be ridiculous, wouldn't it? <laughs> right. That would be a terrible show. That would be. This that would be the worst terrible. show ever. Yeah, but it would probably get a couple million. If we did that on a show, there we would make watching. that. That would be our last show ever. Right. Don't you think? This would. This would really tells people what we think about them by us eating cereal. See you in a minute. Just be clear. We're literally. The women's bathroom is right there, and people are just going back and forth. Yeah. It's good. Come on back. They're just, it's, 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 it is in fact a caca show. Okay. That's right. At 12 feet away, there is the woman's bathroom. Let's do something real. Okay. What's Ra the time for? Random encounter. Let's do it. It's random time. Finally, it's time for random encounter. What the do we do? Last random encounter the last random ever. Encounter. Last random encounter ever. So this is a segment of the show where we randomly roll a monster. Right. We discuss it ad nauseum. Right. And then we have it fight the reigning champ. Right. No champs, I guess, are reigning. And uh, the reigning champ is the cloud, cloud dragon. dragon, who probably is not going to lose. All right. Extremely unlikely. So I'm rolling from the angry monk dice fiend, to see if we're rolling from the fiend folio or the monster manual. Especially if we get a dolphin again. It's probably not a good fight. Yeah, that was not pretty good. It is the fiend folio. Fiend folio. I appreciate that. Yes, it's a good way to end it. Queller, what's your view on the fiend folio? You're a fan, aren't you? Yeah, Color likes it plenty. And they uh, are you. Our liege from Hillsborough, what's your th thoughts on that? I, I like it. All right. Got a men's amends. Thank you, sir. The order would be Monster Manual, Fiend Folio, Monster Manual 2. The favorite one from the Fiend Folio is the toilet paper guy. The what? The toilet it's paper. like a mummy wrapped in the here. Oh, the adhere. The adhere. Yeah, yes. The train, yeah. Not the assassin bug. No, the adhere is definitely okay. top, the top pick. Not the carbuncle? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> now you're making me think. All right. Don't mess with my buddy Albie. Okay. Uh, what James, do I need to roll? I need you to roll a D10, please. Six. That'd be great if we got the adhere. Okay. I need you to roll a. Uh, I need you to roll Are we in a dungeon? percentile. Oh, wait. That's right. Sorry, Sir. Wow, I'm off You've my got game. one job today. I know, right? I'm cracked it up. We are in temperate and subtropical conditions. Okay. Which we are. Yes. I need you to roll a D8 to find out the predominant terrain. Predominant terrain is eight. We're in a marsh. Okay. That is Orlando. We're in Steve, Steve Marsh. Okay, roll percentile dice, please. From the fecal tray, 91. Whoa. Hold on, I got to go all the way across. Oh, I'm not making this up. Undead, look at that. Undead, yes. The Feast of Orcus. Oh, of course. You can have undead in a marsh. Why wouldn't you? Seems like very appropriate. Yeah. Yeah, right? Or like, uh, uh, hopefully I will, I'm going to probably roll a skeleton, but. The dead marshes, remember? Yes. Okay, hold on. Undead, now I got to go to K. Hold on. Okay, subsection three. Okay, so that's not the frog subtable. Right, not the frog subtable. You know a PDF would really be helpful for this? It would be. What Hold would on. you do with it? We could just type in undead table and it would pop up magically as opposed to him peering. We know the undead table, right? Is that drawing? There's yeah. the undead table right What's there in the it? middle. That's one, another 
Okay, James. All right. I need you. Oh, we're in a marsh. Yes. So some things are excluded. Okay. Can anybody name the three types of undead which do not inhabit a marsh? There's three types. There are three types of undead. This would be fiend, folio, or before. James, you can guess two. Correct. Mummy Correct. is ding, one ding, that ding, does ding. not inhabit. Huh? Vampires. Vampires appear in a marsh. Ooh, yes. Vampires appear in a marsh. Liches are not appearing in a marsh. Liches don't it's get a, stitches. It's a dash. They do not appear in a marsh. It's too, go it's too gauche. A white. A white? So those are the three. Those three. The white, the lich, and the mummy do not appear. So you are safe from those in a marsh. They go to the bar. At least if you're using the fiend folio. Okay. James, roll it, knowing we're not going to get a lich. No lich. 74. Wait, you know what the great thing about this is? Is that when we do uh, divine intervention, mm -hmm. the undead will right. be seeking Orcus. Orcus. Of course, this this really plays itself. Seventy-four. Yes. Pen. Oh, Pen. Oh, you're killing me. No, we can't roll again. We can't roll again. It's a wait. Penangalin. Penangalin. Okay. That's what I have at the Thai restaurant. Right. <laughs> number 74, please. please. Penalli, yeah. get again. It's the number three. <laughs> Hot. All right. Well, there, there it is. Oh, no way. It's a, it's a page and a half. <laughs> the dice don't want the show ever to end. The dice hate me. <laughs> the dice. <laughs> They're retaliating. <laughs> you jerk. The dice hate, we'll you. hate you. All right, guys, settle in. This ridiculous. Yeah, it's this undead. Dan's going to tell a tale now. A, uh, okay. Hmm. It just reinforces. Yes. Yes. Can I quit now? <laughs> Dan, Dan walks out. I want to quit now. But now I get it. Okay. This is a female vampire type undead of but fearsome power. First of all, if the fe why is this one allowed in the swamp, but not a because the vampire is not allowed? It seems peculiar. The Oh, vampire, vampire was. That's right. Thank you, sir. I got confused. A female vampire type undead of fearsome power and nauseating appearance, this vile creature appears during the day as an attractive human female. <laughs> who, may, who may be of any character class. Oh. Oh, and I, oh okay. She is the female human, which the Fenegagagan was before death. She will fight with the same combat abilities as she had when alive. Will have spell use of forming a spellcaster, thieving abilities of forming a thief, and so on. She will use the weapon, or at least the weapon type favored by her in life. Her body will take the same amount of damage as it could before death, and will fight as though, uh, as though of that experience level. The head, however, will take four hit dice of damage. It's killing me, and it's, and I don't know which ones are important. I can skip ahead, but I don't know where to skip ahead to. Uh, itself is struck in this form. Exception. Okay. So, all right. So, can we just fight this thing now? What does the U over the E mean? How do you pronounce oh. that? It's not an umlaut. Yeah, it's like a little dish. There's a there's like a bowl over the E. Does anyone have any idea? Penangalong. Penangalong. Yeah, like I said, penang. Penangalong. Wait, penangalong. It's like banana with a peak. Banana with a peak. Banana. Oh. Penangalong. 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 It's not like it's a TV show. That's a great little head going. Okay. 
is there anything I need to know about this other than at night it assumes it's real undead? Is it night? Yes, yes but, but it's, well, it's, it's just gone it's dusk. Down. Okay, so it's assuming it's real undead form. So it's oh, its head and internal organs have detached themselves from the body. Oh, so it's got a body, and then at night the head pops off and goes right. floating around. All it's guts, all it's guts hanging from. Oh, it's kind of cool, actually. This is not, oh, I'm gonna read it. Okay. <laughs> why did that sound like? I know. I don't know why. This is good. You're right. Okay. All right. So all right. So I'm just moving on to that because right. it's been detached from the head. Its head and internal organs detach themselves from the body, rising vertically from the abdomen, and fly in search of human prey to feast on their living blood. They lo- James, they love human blood. Shocking. Right? Hard to believe. Right. For this reason, it will always return to one of its secret lairs before nightfall. A single penangolin may have as many as six identical lairs hidden in various parts of the dungeon or the swamp. Oh, so each... So she's got this little lair, her swamp marsh lair. Right. Okay. It is particularly fond of the blood of young children. Or pregnant females. What? So basically, because the marsh is heavily populated with young children and pregnant females. Okay. (laughs) Just, just, they're just scattered (laughs) everywhere. There's a little, it's a path. No, it's like the path to school. Right. Goes through the marsh. Of course. Right? Why can't we keep the school next to the village? No, it must be across the marsh. Yes. And to the pediatrician next to it. Right. There's a school and a pediatrician's office there. Okay, perfect. Um, And the OBGYN. Okay. But lacking such a victim, it will select the party member who appears to be most susceptible to hypnosis, preferring a female to a male. It will always attack humans. And will ignore near humans. Oh, so now it's near humans. Semi humans, near humans, demi humans, quasi quasi humans. Any unfortunate witness of the scene when the Fenangolin head and gut detached from the body must make his saving throw against magic or die immediately. We have to roll to see it's possible then that the Cloud Dragon witnessed the detachment. What do you think? Sure. Uh, it's that, your it's your gig, baby. You do what you want. That sounds good. It's it's me and the Fenangolin. Right. Okay, when one is, the head and gut will fly in search of a victim. So basically you're sitting in town and like this head, detached head comes flying around. Right, it's Looking at night. for children, oh, like open windows. The ones who didn't, yeah, the one, well, and the ones who didn't go, when mom, call, this is why you, when mom calls you to come home, you get home or else the finangling. The finangling will get you. So, huh? That's what she yells. You right. better come home or the freaking angling. And they're like, that's yeah, not real. Yeah. And then, did you, have you seen Timmy last, since last week when he didn't come home? He's been fed on. Right. Oh, last time we saw him, there was this head, detached <laughs> head. Right. We, just, we just ran. <laughs> that was a week ago. He ran into the swamp. He ran into the swamp. So, okay. So the head will attempt to hypnotize the victim. Ah. Ooh, who must save against magic at minus three or fall completely under the control of the creature for as long as it takes to feed. Am I going to drag? So I'm not dragging. Wait, but I'm dragging you back, don't I? To feast on their living blood. It will always return to one of its secret layers before nightfall. Am I feasting on your blood while yeah. you're laying there? Or am I, I taking you back? I guess. That's what it's saying. It will make two incisions and feast on them throughout the night. That is fantastic. That's why you need a baby monitor. Right. Okay. So it takes like, two small lacerations in the victim's throat to feast on the blood throughout the night. For each night's feeding, the victim will lose one to six hit points and one point each of strength and constitution. Oh, for each night's feeding? 
Oh, so it's just one to six and then I'm gone? For that day. Yeah, but so I wake up. Oh, so I guess I just woke I don't know what happened. Like, I'm like, wow, why do I feel weak? But if you're a normal person, you only have like four hip, three hip points. You'd probably be dead. But what if it's a one? So then you like go to the doctor, like I feel, don't feel well, mommy. Right. You're I'm, fine. I don't want to go. It looks to, like mosquitoes. You just I don't, don't want to go to school. school. <laughs> you just don't want to go to school. No, it's the finagling. <laughs> There's no such thing as a finagling. Exactly. We'll select the same victim each night. Oh, this is great. If possible. And we'll continue to visit and feed night after night until the victim is dead. If the victim... It's like a story. Right. If the victim survives... Tell us a story, Dan. You got it, kids. I'll tell you the story of the finagling. If the victim survives the night, he will remember none of the events except in snatches as if from a fatally remembered dream. If for some reason he avoids the subsequent attention of the finagling, he will continue to lose hit points at a rate of one hit point per night. Oh, so if he continues... Oh, so I'm going to keep losing that? You're, yeah, you're slowly dying. One hit point per night until either dead or until the spell is cast. So you better get him to the cleric fast. Right. Like, you don't know why you feel... I don't feel well, Mommy. I would think she would probably go after the cleric first because then that solves all that problem. Wait, what, why? What? If you kill the cleric, then no one can save these people. Oh, that's right. She feeds on the cleric first. Right. Take How intelligent cleric. are you? Well, your average intelligence. Yeah. Note that hit points drained by the penangolin cannot be restored by magical means, such as cure wound spells. Wow. In effect, the victim's maximum hits wow. are being drained. Ugh, that's terrible. Such spells will only take effect with respect to the lost points after this spell. Okay, can I move on from that? Right. If the victim succumbs on the first occasion of penangolin, the creature must again hypnotize him the next night before feeding is possible. However, the victim's saving throws pressing word. All right, we get the point of that. I'm just going to read the first sentence to see if it's worthwhile. If an intended victim makes a save... No, okay, I don't care. Note the victim is asleep. I don't care. Should a penangolin kill a male victim, he remains lifeless. Okay. Is he going to become a... Uh, okay. I got it. If a ray of sunlight strikes the creature's head and gut when they are detached from the body. The head will be paralyzed. It will fall helpless to the ground until nightfall. Okay. I think I know enough stuff here. But I got it. Now, see, so that's the... I always saw that picture. But I thought that that picture was her blowing some sort of, like, cold blast. But that's not really what's happening. That's her hair. That's not what's happening at all. Yeah. And why is that person awake? Should that person be sleeping in that picture? I... I Maybe a child in I, I took that as her coming out of his body, but maybe it's just attacking. I can't tell. It could be a pregnant woman. Right. That's, that's, no, that's no man. That's no, I'm a pregnant woman, you jerk. <laughs> that's a portly man. I'm uh, pregnant, you jerk. Oh, well, you should read the next to last. The last two paragraphs okay. are actually useful. In either form, the creature takes normal damage from all weapons. If it is weaponless and in human form, it can bite for one to six hit points of damage but it will try to avoid using this mode of attack for fear of revealing its true nature. When detached from the body, the internal organs constantly drip a highly volatile and foul mixture of blood and digestive juices, mm. which cause one to four hit points of damage on bare flesh. So they're not like really a good dinner guest. No. Or like just they're a guest at all. You should put something down where they're sitting. Could you, right? Kind of like when you have a kid at your house. Yes. The horrid liquid, oh, which breaks out in sores and boils in a painful eruption... Okay, I gotta read this again. The internal organs constantly drip a highly volatile and foul mixture. Right. Yes. Yeah. Which breaks, I, I skipped two thirds of it. Which breaks out in sore, the, the crowd's getting agitated. Which breaks they're gonna out. They're gonna miss their events. In soils, soils and, boy, and painful eruption. The horrid liquid evaporates for one round of.
contact with air. Ah, maneuvering class D. That's why we're. It's going to be aerial combat. Aerial combat. All right, let's do it. All right. Now, the first thing is you, we got to be, if you witness me detaching right. my head. Right. Right? That is correct. You are the finagling. So you're in the marsh. Yes. We are in the marsh. Right. And. Thank yeah. you. Well, I got to go through the cloud dragon. The, uh, yes. Which is Monster Manual 2. Monster Manual. I feel like it is. Two, I believe it is. There it is. I got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, this is interesting because uh, the, the question always comes up about magic resistance, right? So the Cloud Dragon has magic resistance. So are these abilities, uh, is he immune from the abilities that this finagling. Has. Okay, where is the one about the death? This thing is so long. Where's the one about oh, the death? Oh, when he rips any... Yeah, yeah this one. Oh, there's any unfortunate effect about the scene when they detach must make saving throw against magic or die immediately. And we said it was like om night but, which right. sounds like that's what's happening, yeah. right? Right. Okay. Saving throw against magic. So we're going to... Boy, we haven't been here before. Right. We're going to read magic resistance. Correct. In the... The explanatory notes. All right, I think what we should do is we should get a vote from the crowd, don't you think? Here's a, Jen, we need your advice. Right. On whether or not the magic resistance of the cloud giant applies, dragon. Uh, dragon, applies when deciding whether or not the dragon would be affected by seeing, witnessing the ripping, the ripping the head, head off because it's a save versus magic or death. We have two no's on magic resistance applying. And I'm going to read it real quickly. Magic, because I know you guys don't know what it is. Magic resistance indicates the percentage chance of a spell. Spell. Oh, see, uh, absolutely failing if it is cast out or on a monster in question. So the question is, is this a spell? We've got two no's on. You, uh, no, three no's. It's already over because it's three to two. You're up. That's correct. It's not a, it does not say it's a spell. It's a save. Or, all right. Sorry, James. That's okay. I agree with that. I agree with that, too. It's not a spell. It's not a spell. Because it doesn't even say why. It just says you make a saving throw. It doesn't even say it's spell-like. You have no idea what. All right. All right. So, you, so first of all, we need to figure out a surprise. Correct. All right. So we'll, I hope you surprise me, because that means you are surprised, if it makes sense. Well, either way. If you surprise me or I surprise you, I think it's bad news for you. Because right. you're going to see me seeing my head to get detached. Well, I think you're actually, you're saying you're going to do that, you get to do the ripping no matter what? Oh, you want to roll to see if you're oh, like, Well, first, let's, let's see a surprise. I'm not, the Cloud Dragon is not surprised. You are surprised. I rolled a two. I'm surprised for two, two segments. segments. Now we've got to see how close we are. It's 10 to 30. We're outside in the marsh, right? Right. We are 20 yards away. Ooh. And my head, so I'm, clearly I'm surprised because my head's popping off, right? Uh, uh, is that what you're saying? Is that Do you want me to roll to see if yeah, my head's head popping, popping off? Yeah, is your head popping off? Because I assume you pop your head off when you see me. Or you're about to, and then you're like... I'm, in the, I'm, I'm, I'm popping off right now. I bet oh, you are. I'll be out in a minute. <laughs> what are you doing in there? Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, exclamation point. Okay. All right, so I surprise you, but I have to make a saving throw is what we're saying. You must make a saving throw against magic or die immediately. All right. Saving throw. I am uh, 13 hit dice, so I feel like I've... 
I feel like I got a pretty good saving throw. Can anybody guess what a 15 hit die creature would need to save versus Beth? We got three, a three. You know what it is? No. You roll it. I just roll it. and see what I get. 13. 15. Oh, 13. 13. Oh, 13. Sorry, gentlemen. Does that change your answer? 13. Well, if it's not a two. He rolled a two. There we go. All right. Hold on. I'm flipping. I'm turning. I'm flipping. Could be over. Could be over before it started. So, you are a, you're a fighter? 13. 13. And Magic. what is it? Spell? Yeah. Eight. Eight? You need an eight. Save or die. It's not even death magic? No, it's it just said, magic. It said against magic. Or die immediately. Die immediately. It wouldn't have mattered. He rolled a two. Every single one. Five is the lowest. Oh. No, four is the lowest breath weapon. It's over. And that's how, that's how well, the cloud well. dragon gets taken out. Well, yes. Because he, he, came, he came upon her while sheer head was. And he witnessed the head being popped off. So he had to do a save versus death, and he failed. He rolled a so two. Are you telling us that the final, is final, final. Yeah. Winner. When the smoke clears, yes. But divine the, intervention. Oh, that's right. What's it? Right. God of the dragons. <sighs> oh, is that Tiamat? Is Tiamat coming? No, it'd be Ba, be Ba, be Ma, Ba, Babar. Ba, it's a Babar. Not Tiamat. Loopholes were in the house. I got to re-roll because it fell out. 72. Well, well, that's it. That's it for the Cloud Dragon. Done. Okay, that's it. That so, is the, the champ. The ch well done. That was, a, that was a epic ending. No one thought that we would have anyone beat the Cloud Dragon. Yeah, so this was, yeah. Yeah, so this was terrible. What yeah, else? it sucks his blood. For, for days. And days. And then, if, is, is the Cloud Dragon female? No, but. Mm. Mm. Okay. Is a cloud giant pregnant? How? Yes, but. It's... Well, it's yes, but. Okay. <laughs> it's complicated, James. <laughs> it's complicated. Uh... Hey, Lou. Lou Pulsifer is in the house. Okay. Yes, golf clap. That's right. He's... I'm actually going to interview him tomorrow as uh, sun... Sundays with Lou. Do you think he'd want some kind of Dracula? I, I don't know. We can offer it to him. <laughs> He'd be like, has, boy, have the mighty have fallen. We're getting Count Chocula. All right, so now we're going to do... That's our spread. That's our spread. It's like the VIP, but not quite. Um, it's the end of it. Not very important. Right, not very important. Uh, so now we are ready for Artifact Roadshow. All right, we are now ready for Artifact Roadshow. Do, 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 do. What, this, and this is where Dan brings an item for me to try to glean what it is and figure out its value. Oh. Oh. You can't guess Hello. what it is. Hello. Hey, hey, you. Hey, hey. Hello, welcome to what? Artifact Roadshow. Okay, all right. Well, oh, hey. What's up, what's up, what's up? Hey. Hey. Hey, hey. okay. Well, you seem very nervous. Did you see? Are you looking for a bathroom? It's over there. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't need the bathroom. I was looking out the window. Did you see? Did you? Okay. Okay. Hey. I don't know, man. Some stuff was following me. Okay. Okay. There's like. Why are they following? Did you hear that? What did you hear? That? What did you hear? Something? No. It's 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 well insulated here in the Baba Yaga's. Okay. Home. I heard something. Okay. Is this thing shake? Is this thing always rock? 
Um, don't come and knocking if it's rocking. Why are we? Is this the bounce house? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. All right. So yeah. So okay. I've got this. Uh, I got this item. Oh. Now, I saw this. Um, now I, I saw this. Holy poop on a stick. Okay. What is that okay. thing? Okay. Well, wait a second. I saw this on. I saw this on uh, your show before. Yes. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big. Oh, by the way, big fan. Thank you. Big fan. And I remember I saw this before. And my understanding is, I was led to believe that this is for making sure. Gnomes are tall enough right. to go on a particular carnival ride. Is that right? That is what we determined. That's the official ruling of this. That this, I don't yeah. really want to touch. And what, and what, and, and, and this know. was used by carnival people to tell if gnomes were high enough so they could get on a ride. It's right. To determine if you're not higher than this, you can't get on the ride. So, okay. So, would you like to, shall we see if you can get on the ride? No. That's, that's I think up. I can. Okay. I'm, but barely. It's, it's really, was a, or it's an anti gnome device. Now, now, I have reason to believe mm -hmm. that this is... Not is, that. Well, I'm not sure. Okay. And why do you say that? Well, I've, I've received different stories about... So just... Well, how did you get a hold of it? So the, as you can see, this wait, is... Wait, wait, how did you get a hold of it? Well, that's... I inherited it, but there's a... But you inherited I, it? But there's, a, there's different stories about its provenance. Oh, provenance. Okay. Okay. Yes. So here, the first, here's the, the first story. And I don't know which one is true, but I, this okay. might help... So the first story is that this was my my uncle worked. He was an agent at Southwest Airlines, and he would he would check people. You know, people really? tried to yeah. They're always trying to bring in weapons. Right. And there's this one is very portly gentleman, large, very large, right. was coming through, and you know he did the wand thing. Right. Oh yeah. And it made that kind of thing. Exactly. Right. And very awkward. It was, it was very, very awkward, and there was something, well, you know, he was wearing black leather. The skirt. Pandex. Pandex, that's right. <laughs> and we found. We pulled this out. We pulled this out. Wow. And obviously we confiscated it. So yeah. this is, you see, it's just, he was a skull okay on that? top. I'm sorry? He was okay with that? Well, he did ask to see a manager. <laughs> of course and we he brought did. the TSA agents out, and it was a big to-do. Yeah. But eventually we told, look, if, if, if you want to fly. Exactly. It's and not he, going with you. He really said he had to get back to the abyss quickly. Yeah, I got you. So he's like, I'll just let it, I'll come back for it. How to, okay. We gave him some forms. We told him how to, like, to, where to look for it. Yes. But apparently he never came back. Interesting. So that's, it's abandoned property. That's what, that's one story. Okay. 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 So, so the other story is that, uh, so that my uncle was invited, you know, these things where you see where like you can have a, go to a feast of Orcus. Right. And you can, like, you spend a lot of money, and you go there, and... And you see people reenactment, they do reenactments. And they say, an Orcus, an Orcus, you get to eat with Orcus. Right. And so he spent all this money, and he goes down there. Mm -hmm. And I got to tell you, you'd be stunned. It's a bit of a ripoff, apparently. Right. Orcus was, like, in and out, yeah. like, in a second. Basically drove by. Exactly. And though, so my uncle was very upset. They, they didn't even have a Type 6 demon... Nothing even close you know, to that. One succubus. One succubus. I can see that on the prime material right. plane. Exactly. I don't, <laughs> I don't, to to I don't have to go to the Feast of Orcus for that. Absolutely. <laughs> that was a lot of money I spent. No, I can That's go right. to the bar and see a succubus. And so what happened was uh, my uncle was very upset about this. Right. And so he, he was, by the way, also a big fan of the show. Thank you. That's good to hear. And he saw this sitting in the corner, just laying there. And he remembered that this was just some stupid thing to see if gnomes can get on rides. Right. Right? So what he did was he's like, well, shoot. Might as well take something. Right. He just grabbed it. 
It's kind of like when I went to the bar and I took uh, the balloon from the Bud Light thing. I took it so I could have it, yeah. Exactly. I got it made you feel better Superman. about it, right. right? So he took it. He took it. Uh, and that's the other story. Now, this is why I, I'm thinking maybe it's not what that other one was, the gnome, oh, the gnome business. Checker? Right. Is that certain things, certain, so, if, could you hold this for a sec? Must I? Do you hear anything oh. outside? Do you mind if I check outside the window for a second? You seem concerned about it. Well, there was a large gathering. Every, so skeletons and zombies have been, have been following me uh, everywhere I go with this thing. So I'm starting to get a little bit nervous. And I'd also like to say, so, so this is why I think maybe there's something to this, okay? Number one, I've been able, whenever I'm holding this, I, are you... Are you okay? Are you there, James? Are you okay? Uh, well, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'll hail I was just looking into the, the <laughs> gems of this magnificent now, artifact. Now, 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 the other story is mm -hmm. I was reading an old dragon magazine. Okay. And there was this one article. It was quite blasphemous. It was about uh, patron demons. Ah, uh, patron demons, yes. And I'm like, oh, this is blasphemous. Yeah. And, and, and it was apparently about how to summon demons. Right. It was by this guy, uh, uh, Lou Pulsifer. Lou Pulsifer. And so what I did I was I, I decided to just play around and, and summon a demon. Did you have, how many virgins did you have? Oh, just darn. Just one. Just one. Just if you don't have that many virgins, <laughs> That's right. just, you, don't just sum, you can't summon just that me. many. Just me. Just so, saying so, that, so. Is, that is the criteria. Shut up. Not a virgin, you jerks. <laughs> I'm not a virgin. Well, come on okay. in. Come on in. I'm not. All right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've had, I've had many girlfriends. Okay? Many. Okay? So, you, would, would you lie to Orcus? <laughs> would you lie to the one? Don't lie. <laughs> Don't lie. So, was I a version? Yes, exclamation point. The <laughs> so dice told, don't lie. I'm so sorry, Orcus. So you had to kill yourself. That's I'm what sorry, you're supposed Orcus. to do. So, what, ever since I've been having this, I've been able to walk on water. Wow. Right? How many times a day? Uh, I don't know. I only tried it once a day. I didn't okay. want to try it twice. It seemed dangerous. Okay. I've been able to uh, see uh, in the dark, like, you know, like, as if I have... Like infinite. a cat. Exactly. Okay. But now, unfortunately, though, there's been some uh, side effects, okay? I put on... I know I look thin to you. <laughs> you should have seen me before. Really? I put on 40 pounds. Wow. Put Where on, did you put it? 40, exactly. Put on, well, let me turn around. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I put on four, I put 40 pounds. Uh, and I'm extremely strong, extremely strong, but I've gotten very clumsy. And I have to think it has something to do with this. So I'm hoping you could help me out. So um, I would clearly my initial appraisal may have been a little short-sighted. This wasn't a way to check if children were tall enough. This may be the the wand of destruction, the thing that. Raises the undead. Shh, shh. Oh, your voice. <laughs> Crazy? What the hell is wrong with you? Yes, this is a fine, uh, but good what? news, this is a fine replica of the Wand of Orcus. Clearly, if this was the Wand of Orcus and I would do this to you, you'd be dead instantly. So it's, I think this is psychosomatic. This is not. Oh, you want to make your saving throw? Three. Oh, you're dead. You're dead. I, I, can't, I can't annihilate you, but I could have killed you. Can I speak time. to your manager? <laughs> That's right. You just killed me. So, so you want to know how much this is worth in auction. Now, if this is the real one of Orcus, yes. what recommendation? Well, you want to insure it? What? 
Uh, no. Uh, do you have any practical? If this is the real one of Orcus, what practical advice would you have for me? Like, am I? Uh, first of all, am I or my family in danger? Uh, I would say you lean into summoning the undead. As we've talked about many times, if you're going to be evil, be super evil. Don't just be happy. So what are my oh? So what are my options? Kill everyone you see. So become like an undead lord. Right. Okay. And, and sacrifice them to Orcus. And what's my other options? Are there any other options? Um, well, now you're, yeah. just by possessing this, you're probably condemned to an etern eternity of hell. Oh, excuse me, Hades. Oh, no, not Hades. The abyss. Can't, re can't remember which, uh, which place you go to. Go back to so, how do you get to How do you get to the abyss? Do you take, yes, is it, uh, so is that the, the now what's the, yeah, what's the difference between the, uh, the astral plane? Because I was going to take, should I buy tickets for the astral plane or the ethereal plane? You and what's the difference? Well, you should take the astral plane. Okay. Is this going to have the last show is going to end? <laughs> you take east. What, what exit is the abyss? 666. Now, if I was going to return this to Orcus, how would I go about doing that, do you think? Um, that is a great question. I think if you were to, I don't know, raise dead to help plant farming or do something good with the undead, that would, he probably wouldn't like that. He would not like that? No. Okay. If you're spreading more undead, he would like that. Can I just leave it somewhere with a note? <laughs> return, property of Orcus, return to Orcus. Can I leave it in the, in the, fa in the break room? <laughs> Take me? That's right, exactly. Yes, always, as the advice is always go full evil. Okay. So I, I would suggest, uh, well, you can, or, I think you can auction it. And if I auction this off, how much would this go for? I think, uh, I'm going to say 75,000 gold pieces. And how much should I insure this for? I don't know what the difference is, so 75,000 gold pieces. And, and, and are there places that will insure this? Uh, Marcus. Uh, Lloyds of London. <laughs> Lloyds of the Gnome Realms will always insure everything. Well, you are absolutely correct, sir. That is, in fact... Which, and, and created by Rob Ritchie, this is an amazing specimen, which he is silent auctioning off, correct? That is coming... When is the last day for this? Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. And this will be auctioned off. And for those of you who are listening and not watching, right, this is a... A replica. A, quote, replica of the Wand of Orcus. Well done. By Rob Ritchie and Donna Ritchie. That's uh, right. As well. And uh, it will be auctioned off. So let's see how much in a D&D &D auction right. this would have been. I think if I recall correctly, because you've done this before, you've seen this item before, but we wanted to stick with the, the theme, theme of the convention. That's right. That's right. You can't... You can't have too many wands of Orcuses on the Antiques Roadshow. Never. Even though there's one unique one. That's right. If I recall correctly, it Special. was... Special. Only 10,000 gold pieces. It's only 10,000. What a bargain. I want Lou Polsifer's opinion. Lou Polsifer, who is right off screen. $10,000 in the DMG for the wand of Orcus. That seems a little low. $10,000 seems like a good... I believe because it's so dangerous that it's dead name. Ah, so it's the side effects. Side effects might include right. summoning Orcus right. and instant death. So yeah. Lou Pulsifer has said the 10,000 gold pieces. Uh, it's undervalued is, uh, because of the, the threat it has. 94. Right. So all right. I think I'm okay. Okay. Well, this is, again, if, you are, if you're around and you want to bid on it, uh, just if you want to do a silent bid, if you want to send me money, uh, we'd be happy to take that over the Internet. Just send money to me. Thank you, sir. And I know... That's right. Excellent. And I know we asked about people's opinions of the Fiend Folio. Lou, Fiend Folio? On a 1 to 10 scale. There are a lot of silly monsters. 
Lou says a lot of silly monsters. He's, he's, there are some good monsters in the book. Right. That's true. That's right. That's right. We'll leave it at that. So, so the um, so last thing we get to talk about today is we have our tournament, right? Today is the GrogCon 2023 tournament. Yes. And, and um, <laughs> made primarily by Rob, but worked he worked with you. So maybe you can... But Rob, would you like to come here and just talk a little bit about the making of the adventure? So Rob Ritchie is the author. He wasn't expect he wasn't expecting this, folks. Yeah, I get but here he is, Rob Ritchie, right, let me sit on the, the author of the uh, tournament like Santa Claus. adventure. All right, there's your mic. So, so Rob, so what can you tell us about uh, the making of this adventure? Okay, well, the making of this adventure is based on move on right, people who are big fans of. Um, there you go. You can. See. I'm sure it'll hold us both up. Hardly in it. Okay. Uh, doesn't make it. Hey, there I am. Um, if you're a long-time oh, fan, if you're a long-time fan of uh, Grog Talk, you probably would know that uh, there are two, at least two elements in this module that were taken from situations and/or jokes that were brought up in previous episodes of Grog Talk. I can't tell you the exact numbers and give it away. Uh, it takes place in the Gnome Realms. Oh, God. So you should expect a tremendous amount of very uh, high-level pulse-pounding action and uh, gnomes. Excellent. Well, that sounds good. Thank you. No, it's a great adventure. You worked very hard on it. Uh, we appreciate all your efforts. Right. And we're looking forward to a great and if you thank you, Rob, if you don't Rob mind, Ritchie. thank you, yes, Rob Ritchie, editor in chief of Flipping and Turning. So if you can hit that box that's there, if you can get it out oh. carefully. Oh yes, absolutely. This is the prizes brought to us by our dear friend. Shall we, Victor? Let's, say, let's bring Victor so up here so, yeah. for the final episode to talk about the awards. This is what you're all playing for, the groggy. It's, and this is, for those listening, this is a... Well, go ahead and you talk about it, Vic. Oh, this is the original... Well, okay, groggies have made many iterations. If you've yeah, ever watched the show, you uh, see this you uh, in the uh, background most of the time of the groggies. And you... Um, this is another iteration of it that I just keep building them every year for the, uh, the show. So you can paint them yourself. They're 3D printed. Take about 16 hours each print up. So, right. So, a long time, lot labor of love, and and people love these. I mean, from the first time, our first uh, convention that you came down, you brought uh, you big one. The, brought the big one, and then since then, everyone has been thrilled to to get this. They weren't as thrilled with my little star trophies that I provided. No, they were sort of uh, lame. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> basically everything about Vic has been watching what we do and going, hmm, that this sucks. needs to be better. So, and actually, this is probably a good time to thank Vic Dorso. Vic, you, yep. you've done so much for the show. You've all, you're always sending stuff. You're, you're, you're always looking at what we do and go, man, they need a little help, and you've given it. Right. And Vic was, since this is our last show, right, this is, uh, this, Vic was a DM uh, at, at GaryCon. Then that's I went. The first time we met. That's the first time we met. I went. Eighteen to, people, I think, were in that game or something. It was like a that. lot of people, <laughs> and I and I sat I sat next to your lovely wife Jeannie and had a blast. You were a great DM, and she was great. And so we invited Vic 
to come on down, and he agreed. So he was there at the beginning. Right, from he, the beginning. From the beginning. And he knew it wasn't much, and he was all in to help us build it. So thanks, Vic. We really appreciate all your support over the years. No problem. And, he, and, and of course, Vic has a very successful, very successful convention. Dave Kahn. Can we talk a yep. little bit about Dave Kahn? Dave Kahn in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Actually, Bloomington this year at the airport Marriott. Um, scheduling guests and uh, just trying to uh, get things done here. I got uh, Clive, uh, Clive uh, Caldwell's art this year for Gary Kahn. So. What date? Uh, April 26th, 27th, and 28th. Though, so if you're there the day before on Thursday, we have a celebrity dinner that and sit down with your heroes of gaming and talk about whatever you want with them. So, yeah, and it's it's a great way to rub elbows with the Minnesota, basically the Minnesota crew. Not not so much the Wisconsin gamers. It's more of the Minnesota Mike Carr, uh, David Wesley, and his gang of Blackmore crew stuff, and they come up and they do what they need to do. So that's great. And uh, and, and what are you wearing? Oh, this is my fashion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is for those of you listening. This is a a jacket, a dinner jacket is with polyhedrals. Right? Yes, and I got a shirt with polyhedrals on, some bright yellow shorts, and uh, some uh, lovely shoes. So. You're looking good. <laughs> You're looking good. That's he's a keeper. All right. Well, thank right. you, Scourge. All right. Scourge you, of the Scourge. North. So he'll Everybody. be here. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Drink a Heineken. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So Dan, I do have one gift for you for a parting thing. Oh. Uh-oh. I uh -oh. do have a parting gift. Thank you, sir. That's, thank you. It's a shame. Carlos is probably running a game somewhere. Yes, isn't Carlos it? is running. We're going we're gonna to talk to him later, I think. Okay, good. So, I hope so. Here is wrapped in uh, the paper that we use to run our... There's Carlos. Hey. Where is he? Oh, Carlos Lizey. We're going to get Carlos Lizey in here. We just had Vic. Get on over here, Carlos. Oh, he's going to use the restroom? Well, the poor guy? I was going up to my paying customers. There were some people who bought some modules. Guess so I, came in. Uh, hey, everybody. Oh, we're keeping him from money. Is that what's That's happening? Right, yes. They slide over. So hey, we get guys. him in there. Uh... Move over just a little bit. Sorry. We're, you're gonna... oh, I'm cut off? Yeah, there, there's okay. your Yeah, you keep going. Back. There you go. There you go. Okay. Thank there's you. Go. What's yeah. the word, guys? Uh, hey, Carlos. So this is Carlos Lising of Castle Entertainment. Yep. Carlos, uh, this is the last show that James and I will be doing together. Uh, so we wanted to obviously get a thank chance you. to talk to you just to thank you. We just had Vic. Vic and Carlos were really, I mean, there's a lot of people there. and I don't want to forget people like Ron Christopher, who's been at the Queller, been right amazing, and all our, all our patrons, too. Yeah, you, that's okay. I'm okay with so that. Carlos, so I went to Gary, when I got back into gaming, after about 30 years, I went to Gary Con with my friend Edward. And we just signed up for games. We didn't know anybody. We just signed up for some games. I'm not sure exactly how I was able to land a Carlos Lysing game. Because I don't think I knew I was supposed to be on there trying to sign up immediately. No. It, something strange happened. I got into Carlos's game. And I wrote down a list of DMs that I really liked. And not every DM that I had was on that list. <laughs> Carlos, Vic was on that list. Carlos was on that list. And then when I, we decided to do our thing down here, I reached out to Carlos because he was... Such a great DM, right. and Thanks, and I'd never seen. I've said this before. I'd never seen anyone do combat like Carlos Lising does combat. I don't like combat, and I enjoyed combat with Carlos Lising. Um, it was so colorful, and what you do with the spells, uh, amazing. So uh, Carlos was so nice, so kind. He decided to come down when we were just really, we we're not much of anything, and uh, he decided to. Uh, uh, Hook up with us and come down uh, and run games. And so, Carlos, you've been a supporter 
yeah. all yeah. these years. We really, we really appreciate. It. We just want to thank you. Oh, it's, my, it's been my pleasure. You know, you. Carlos Lizen, guys. Carlos the Rook Lizen. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, you know, you guys. Uh, what I when you guys asked me to come down here, you guys had already been my friends through the podcast and through being here. For me, the whole point of, of doing these kind of things is not really to promote Castle Entertainment or anything like that. I mean, that's a secondary goal. But the fact is, I knew that you know. It's not like you guys have a massive show and that's my motivation. My motivation was to share with my friends because to me, that's the soul. One of the reasons why I love this show is this is the soul of gaming. This is like having a weekend sleepover with your best friends and it's so intimate and there's, uh, you get a chance to, to actually play and enjoy the experience without being in a room full of shouting people of, of actually gaming. It's, it's what I grew up on. It's what my meat and drink of why I, I write the module. Having an opportunity to do this and be part of you guys' journey was just, I would do it all over again in a second. Well, thank you, Carlos. We, we appreciate it. Absolutely. I, I count, by the way, I like your shirt. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, so I here. count you guys as being, I, I count you guys as being well, uh, some of my favorite, some of my best friends in the industry. And I don't say that lightly at all. I mean, you guys are, uh, you guys really get it. A lot of people don't get it, I don't think. Uh, what if this is supposed to be about? This is a money making enterprise. I think it's about, Know, popularity or something like that, and it's not. It's oh. about enjoying the game and having fun. Uh, the fact that I've been able to do this and have fun with you guys like this over the years just thrills me to no end. Thanks. We have a module. Oh, I yes. appreciate that. It's so well. It's amazing, Ma. He wrote, he sent it to us. You know, we've asked him, and he's been gracious to take part of his time to create and publish a uh, module that he creates just for GrogCon, and it's again. Very theme thematic to the thing, and, and people have already been raving about it. Today was the play test uh, yeah. for it over there, and they, the guys really seem to respond very well to it. And if you're looking for great adventures, want to run them, old school adventures, go to Castle Entertainment's site. Yep, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, he gets, uh, he gets great reviews for those adventures. And so, yeah, thank you, Carlos. Thanks thank again for so coming. Much, guys, I appreciate you having me, and thanks to everybody here, the crowd and, and beyond that supported me uh, and, and, and helping me make modules it's uh i make them for you i make the modules i always wanted to play and i make them uh not for myself but for, for the people but enough of that let's talk about what's important how's bella doing yeah bella is doing bella's great. the cat bella is my black cat that's, uh, that's back in ohio with me bella is uh she's climbing up the walls without us but she uh, without me right now but my wife assures me that she has a new best friend in my place it is called the brush she loves having her coat <laughs> brushed now, and she has forgotten all about Daddy now. Oh, uh, familiar is, is what? We still like you, Carlos. Yeah, we'll take you. Can I be your familiar? Now? Of course you can. <laughs> yeah, so or we'll be your familiar. All right, well, thank you, Carlos. All right, Carlos Lizey of Castle Entertainment. Thanks, guys. So the, I, I did get you. So this is, uh, I use the, this is from the paper that we use to run our adventures. So I got you a small token, something that you can remember us by. That's that's very nice of you. Something that you'll, you'll, I know you can't wait to wear all the time. Oh, oh is this, that's the Ferric and Derek and Ben, Ferric and Den Canaan? That is correct. All right. It is your Ferric and Den Canaan. Oh. No matter what, you will always be uh, Ferric. I uh, will always be Den Canaan, so you, you can... You and the Mife can dress up together and cast spells or whatever you would like. Thank to. you. 
I know you would appreciate that. You didn't, I do have some timing, Halloween. That's right. For Halloween, he can be Farrick and there. That's very sweet of you, and I'm not going to assume that your wife asked you to get this out of the house. No, I haven't been kicked out, and because well, she doesn't go upstairs, so she's got plenty of room for that. All right. Well, thank you. It's it's been a blast. Well, yeah. So um, again, thank you, Dan, for the last almost five years of this. Hopefully, we will keep in touch, and the show will continue on moving forward. Um, but uh, again, you've been a great partner here. And any final parting words that you want to say? I just want to thank all the patrons. You know, as we said last time, what I think we're most proud of is the fact right. that we brought all these people together. Thanks to all the patrons, people who've traveled very far uh, to come to the convention. It means a lot to us. I think we need a shout out to the Chamberlain down in Australia because right. I think he was our first patron ever. Right. He's right. been a huge supporter as well. And of course, Rob Ritchie, uh, who uh, has done flipping and turning, done an incredible job. Probably better than the podcast, right? Oh. Probably the last, the lasting Higher thing quality. for all of this right. is probably going to be flipping and turning because uh, it's pretty amazing. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, and th thanks to everyone that supported us. Absolutely. So with that, I'm James. And I'm Dan. And we will see you, someone next time on Grogcock. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, James. It's been fun. All right, let me, uh, thanks so much. This is Big Abushi Puppy Production. All rights reserved.